What's up, what's up, what's up? Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. You are listening to Barbershop Talk with Lou and Gore. I'm Lou, and Gore is not with us today. Today's going to be a somewhat of a, a slightly different show, guys. Um, Our good friend and co-host Gore actually is in a hospital bed right now, recovering from a ruptured appendix. Um, He went in Saturday night. He did not feel well, but, you know, Gore never feels well. But this time it was serious. But, um... All in all, he is doing well. He had surgery Saturday night. He is resting, recovering, and we wish him uh, our best wishes. We hope he gets healthy much sooner than later and get him back in the seat to start jacking around again because basically that's what we do. Um, so like I said, today's going to be some, somewhat of a slightly different show. We have two good, fun, friendly guests with us joining us today in the studio. Um, Loose Barbershop, League City's location, Barber, Philip Oros. Philip, what's up? Hey, what's going on? And a good friend of mine, Buster Caballero from Good Old Boy Podcast in League City. Buster, what is going on? Oh, glad to be here, man. Thanks. Man, guys, I appreciate you guys being here today. Um, it's funny because we had, you know, Buster, we had you scheduled to come down and, and we're going to really roast you. We'll talk about why later, but oh, you were going to be a fun little roast. Oh, man. Now you just got half of it because, you know... I know you guys, and, and, and well, shit, I'm the only Texan here. So I got to hold my own, and I'll, I'll hold it down. I, I got a Chicago folk here with me. <laughs> Above I-10. Above I-10. <laughs> Above I-10. Yeah. I-10. And then Somebody we got a Cajun Kunas here with us. That's right. <laughs> so, guys, um, it's good. I'm glad you guys came. Thanks for um, you know doing the show with us. It's always going to be a good time. Um, but we'll get going, guys. It is finally October 1st. Mm-hmm. Fall has arrived just about, right? Year's almost over. Year's almost over. That's kind of crazy. I mean, this year flew by. We almost got one year on Barbershop Talk. And November turns out to be one year. So um, it's been a hell of a ride. Mm-hmm. Halloween's around the corner. Astros are continuing to win. They won, clinched the AOS championship. They are going to play the Cleveland Indians on Friday. And um, are you guys ba- baseball fans by any chance? Diehard Cubbies fan, man. Oh, hell. I'm not you a know. big sports guy. Because you're from Louisiana. If it's not LSU football, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's God. that's it. You all think the same, man. You all think the same. <laughs> but uh, that's the great thing about base- uh, about October. I love October because, you know, baseball's finally here. And, um, I mean, especially when the hometown team is, you know, on their road for back-to-back championships. I know the Cubs can never say that. Oh, yeah? Oh, they, they said it. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This year, this year. Oh, it's always this year for you Cubbies, yeah, man. It's always maybe next year, but it's this year now. So, Philip, tell me a little bit about you, man. I've known you now for, what, a couple years? Two almost years. a couple years? Yeah. And uh, you are out of our League City location, right? Yep. How is, um, what is it about you that likes about the, the, this whole barber game industry and, and, and the Lou's brand and everything that we do? I've um, just always been super passionate about hair. Um, didn't really get into it until about six years ago. Um, I was driving a truck and miserable, so therefore I... Driving the truck? Yeah. What kind of truck? Tractor trailer. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm that guy. People <laughs> are like, look at me, they're like, nah. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was that guy. But um, I was miserable. Um, I was dating somebody at the time, and she's like, you're miserable with what you do. Um, I will support you while you're in school. Do something you love. And I thought I've always cut hair, so I got into it and um, moved to Texas. After we moved to Texas, uh, didn't really know where to go. Did some research and found Luz. Luz had a good reputation, and uh, that's how I got in. That's good, dude. Um, I know I appreciate you. I know the Lou's brand appreciates you. You're really good at what you do, and you're really good with the people and the kids and the moms and the dads and all them, 
all the grooming guys, you know, because I mean, grooming's a big thing. You know, I mean, it's um, it's gone, it's gone a far, it's gone a long way. It's funny because I came across a, an article talking about how razor sales went down five percent from this point last year, mainly due to the millennials and the beard growing men. I know Buster, you're not a millennial. No, not at all. It's the <laughs> hipsters. It's all the hipsters. But you got a nice beard. I've had a beard for like 10 years. Oh, so you're old school. Yeah, I've, I've had it for a long time before it came cool. So. How do you shave your beard? Do you use, use a, a mock razor, a straight razor? How do you get your crisp lines? I go to Philip. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Yeah, Philip, Philip's been hooking me up for a while. But I have a... a so he must have had an ugly beard before. Yeah. Yeah, oh God, it was, it was bad. My wife almost didn't marry me. But uh, no, I... I'm one of those. I had, I had the Mach 3, 10, 5 vibrating handle, all that stuff, and finally I what found— What was the benefit of a vibrating handle? Mm. I, after. <laughs> after. <laughs> Done. I have no idea, but I bought into the marketing yeah. of it. And I was reading—I'd get the ingrown hairs and everything, and one time I read an article where it says, try using a straight razor like your grandpa used to. So I went on Amazon. I bought one. And that's all I use is like a Merker double-edged safety razor. And then yeah. I have a couple of straight razors that I use for the line. And Have you cut yourself with a straight razor? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> my wife cut me real bad one time. She was, she was cleaning up around the I would never let my wife put a straight mm -hmm. razor on me. I mean, that's how I go out. That's how I go out. But she, she was doing it, and instead of coming down a little angle, she just like went, ding, righty. <laughs> when I first started using a straight razor, I mean, you put that blade in, and just the wrong – angle yeah it nicks you and it burns oh, oh god yeah. yeah first time i did it i had a, a shadow beard i hit my cheek that cheekbone right yeah. there Ooh, that was a deep slice it was bad <laughs> now we have a pretty good relationship guys because uh, ironically buster i've known you for four or five years now almost I, I, I was either your first or second customer you were there that very first week of, of being I'll, open at the clear lake shop i was right? looking forward to it i was counting down yeah <laughs> And yeah. where were you living at then? Were you in the Clear Deck area or no? I was in League City. You were in League City. But yeah. you always drove around. You never worked. Huh? You never worked. Never worked, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been a good relationship. I mean, like, I've known you. You became a good friend yeah. of mine, but met you through the barbershop as a barbershop client. And yeah. um, no, I, I can say I think we've been through a lot together in the last oh, yeah. four or five years. Just, um, I mean, both in, you know, a, a, as, a, as a client, but also professionally and, and as a friend, mm. we've cross a lot of paths together yeah it's I'm always bumping into you man Whoa. it's here or there you know after harvey and you know just in the neighborhood just driving around one day and all of a sudden a suburban does a u-turn and comes after me and i'm like who is this <laughs> like buster <laughs> and then you moved in i remember that um harvey it was a little over a year ago you were a big uh, i don't want to use the word advocate but but, but organizer you were out and about in the community you made a lot of um you did a lot of gritty work you did a lot for the people that were affected by harvey and and i couldn't thank you enough for what you did what inspired you to do to to, to take that lead and take that role especially in the league city area well one thank you for that uh i grew up in a really small town a little cajun town and when a hurricane came that wasn't a choice you're out helping your neighbors you're you know it's not one you're not just by yourself. You're by your neighbor's house climbing on a roof, putting a tarp up. You're, you know, checking and making sure they're okay. They got food, sandbag, and stuff like that. So when that when Harvey came here, it was like, no doubt, let's second just nature. You knew yeah, it second wouldn't. nature. You're going to be sitting around. You can't really do anything. You might as well try and get you know boots on the ground and get everybody together and you know just try and make the best of it. So that's good. 
um, yeah, because I remember your house was full of donations. Your house became a donation center, dude. Yeah. My wife, uh, <laughs> thank you, baby. <laughs> she puts up with my stuff. <laughs> I bet. You yeah. have a lot so going on. It's like, on. hey, baby, we got 30, 40 people in the garage, you know, organizing any kind of collection we can get, you know, so. That was, a, I don't want to say it was a great time, but it was a, a humbling experience. You know, I think we were fortunate enough in our neighborhood yeah. that, that we had the time to be able to help people and not necessarily be the ones that were physically affected. Right. Although we all knew somebody mm-hmm. that was going through some issues with that. It was the best of a bad situation. Yeah, we did. Well, I remember running into you at, at HEB. And hey, let me tell you yeah. what. I mean, I don't want to pop collars or anything here. But if we didn't have that organization at HEB, that could have oh, been an was, absolute yeah. disaster. Our whole Almost our whole neighborhood was up there running HEB for a while. I'm thinking maybe we can start our own grocery store or go up <laughs> farmer's market. I think we know how. Yeah. It, it was great. Lou, you were out there, I mean, directing traffic, helping people doing that. And so, I mean, you know, you, people were getting mad. I was going to say, you got into some scuffles, didn't you? No, not really. But there was a lot of um, people that didn't understand why they couldn't go in. Because right. we had a, you know, there had to be a, a line to get in the store. You couldn't have. Everybody just running in, I mean, it would have been a madhouse. Mm-hmm. Have a news camera there, and it would have been some looting. It would have been, there would have been some issues because a lot of people weren't in good moods. No. I mean, they were hurt right. mentally. You're, I know we're standing outside just trying to make everybody, you know, laugh a little, enjoy it. You know, be, hey guys, this is going to move fast. Everybody, some people were walking up to the front, and be like, oh, my mom's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of moms mm-hmm. in there. Right. There's a line. Sorry, you know. Yeah, well, everybody I mean, was pretty well. I remember that Friday before, you know, going to HEB, there was like nothing there, anyways. You know what I mean? So I don't know what it looked like a oh, few well, days they, in. Oh, um, well, they would write out, I don't know if it was Facebook post or something, but like, hey, we just got a truck in and the door, mm-hmm. the door's gonna be open. Let's get set up. Doors gonna open at 11 o'clock. We need people to help, you know. A lot of their staff wasn't able to show up. They had yeah. you no know, limited cash registers. Right. And I mean, just for like, you know, fire marshals, you know, you can't have the whole meat section in the back packed with people. I mean, you imagine how many people and, and I hate to say this, but it's true. People would have been stealing a lot of things mm, yeah. if it's not controlled. I mean, right. you just can't do it. Um, but I'm glad we are done with that. I, I'm, I'm very happy the way it worked out for um, for our neighborhood and, and for the city of Houston. I think we definitely grew from that. Mm-hmm. Don't want it to happen again. But if, if it does, I'll tell you what, we're um, we're pretty well versed in this and um, I think we're ready to Rock and roll again, flex on the on the hurricane. That was my first man. That was my introduction. Really? Yeah. So now, now I'm a Texan, right? Like after that. Well, after if you win, just, just saying. I had to help everybody out too. So where were you? You were you, you were already here. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, helped you close the shop that Friday mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. I actually had clients mm-hmm. come in the door, and I was like, "Man, it's not raining yet. I'll take a few." You know, I did a couple clients. Uh, I was the only one in there in flip flops and a t shirt, just shutting down the shop, and then. Um, Went out for a party for that Mayweather McGregor. Yeah. You know, that was match. the night that it started. Yes, got I remember stuck. that clearly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, you did get stuck. Yeah. So on funny. the interstate or no? I got stuck at a at a person's house, and then the next day I'm like, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna stay here. No, I was like, I'm not gonna stay here anymore. Yeah. Got in my truck and drove. I didn't care. It's amazing. So many people have so many stories of that that night of the fight. Like it had to been at that fight. You know, I had yeah. I had people at the house watching that fight, and, Same here. and a couple of them lived in Clear Lake, and they left. But they didn't make it. My, uh, didn't go until 7 in the morning. Right. I mean, it was a disaster. Was One of my buddies got stuck on 45. Uh, he left. And I was trying to tell him, you know, spend a night. Come on. And he had two kids, his wife and two kids. 
stuck on 45 the whole night. The next morning, finally, they were and they were trying to get to Santa Fe, and it just they they spent the whole night on 45. That sucks. Dude. That sucks. But you know, we learn, we get bigger and stronger, and um, we just keep doing what what we do to yeah. to do our part in life. You know what I'm saying? Philip, I want to quickly ask you, being a barber uh, in general, not just a barber lose, but being a barber, what is your, how do you want a client to approach you and talk to you when describing the, a service that they're looking for? Um, heaven forbid you actually describe it to me instead of <laughs> just do what you want to do. Just don't do this. I want to look like that. Bieber. Make don't me do, look like Bieber. Yeah. Don't come at me with a photo. I mean, <laughs> photos are helpful. You know what I mean? I'm but at the same time, like, don't like tell me this is what I want, but I don't want this. I don't want that. But do what you want to do. That's that's always oh. the worst thing to hear because you. I just can't. I, you know, I don't know. You know how much came time. across a client the other day who said, um, "It was at the Clear Lake location." He's like, "I I, I don't know. Just make me look good. What do whatever you want right. with this. Just and that's like I did. I would imagine that is the best type of client you want, right? No." personal no? preference at the same time like i don't know do you want it like mine do you want it like lose you want it like buster yeah, but you, you, know? you look, i would go with buster yeah, yeah. Buster. Always, always look like buster, buster. yeah <laughs> i want to ask you how you got named buster oh man <laughs> <laughs> See, i knew there was a background to that but you we're gonna hang tight on that guys because uh um, <laughs> i'll tell you that superhero story <laughs> i'm lou and again you are used to hearing gore on the other side but he's not here he is resting well in a hospital bed right now we wish him the very best and uh hope he gets back in action uh sooner than later miss you buddy get your thing ready let's go and um god lee you know on the break we were hearing this thing through our headphones and it, it sounds like it's raining outside right mm -hmm. I, I couldn't be any just more tired of this rain <laughs> It's brutal. What's funny is everybody's like, we really need rain. We haven't had rain, and now it's you just got not it. stopping. It's non-stopping. PTSD from Harvey, just saying. It's like the week <laughs> yeah. goes good, and it's like, all right, here's Friday. Bring mm -hmm. on the rain. And Buster, you and I have kids on the same uh, baseball team. I feel so bad for those kids right now. I just want them to get out there and, you know, hit dingers. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> it, it, it sucks. It really sucks. I mean, I'm glad we've um, been able to get together as a team a little bit and yeah. practice some. But, man, I mean, we're five weeks into this, and the kids, these kids haven't had a game yet. They need a challenge. We should I mean, go out there and play them. Let's go. Let's go to another team and just, just hit a challenge. Just challenge. rock it. Sandlot kids style. Destroy That'd be awesome, dude. Yeah. Non-sanctioned. But hopefully this rain stops here pretty soon. These kids uh, can get back on the field because I know not just our kids. There's a lot of uh, a lot of kids outside. I mean, in, I guess baseball season, soccer season, it's just wet and nasty. Parents are going crazy. Got to get those kids out there and um, get them tired. Yeah. So, Buster, you claim yourself to be a good old boy. Mm. I do. I do. I do. You start. You, you already got the verbiage there. <laughs> what is a good old boy? Man, a, a good old boy is just – they're a good old boy. They are your common <laughs> – they're a common man. They're not anybody who may be famous or well-known or things like that, but they're well-known in certain circles. It may be the mechanic. It may be your barber. It may be the guy that owns the barber shop. Uh Yes, so I'm a good old boy. Yeah, You're a good old boy. boy. We'll get you all on the show. Yankee. Make Can sure I, I got a good old boy. <laughs> Can I? Okay, let's uh, yeah, go back Chicago? on that then. Oh, well, he might no, not be good old boy. It's no, a southern good thing. Old, good old boys are everywhere, man. They're <laughs> everywhere. I have done some traveling, and you never know who you're going to run into. And it's the guy that's, you know, he's willing to help you. He's willing to lend a hand. He's willing to, you got a problem, he'll Fight. He'll help you. He'll fight you. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's the best one. Fight In fact, if they'll be like, "Nah, you. you sit it out. I've got this." That that even be even better. 
I need those. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I qualify and I pass a good old boy test. Yeah, you do in my book. You, you, you want the rundown? Yeah. Okay. You're a business owner. You're my neighbor. I've seen you volunteer and help with you know like we just said the Hurricane Harvey relief. Uh, you're coaching your kids baseball. You've got your small group. Last night I talked to you, you know, yeah. you're coming off your small group. You're doing everything for your family, for your friends, for your community, things like that. That's it's a good that's old boy. That's what it's all about. Yes. You know, I'm out. Right. Yeah, I know. Everything he just said, I'm out. You're out. Damn. Damn. No, we, I bet you if we delve a little deeper, we can find we have it. have to dive deep. Yeah. Real deep. No, Philip's a good old boy. Yeah, um, he is. Well, you know, but you can't say it like that to Philip. He ain't a good old boy. Mm-hmm. He, he, he ain't a good old boy. He's a... He's a good man, dude. He's a good he dude. He is. He is. Well, I don't even call him good old boy. I don't even know what that means. Burbage <laughs> I haven't heard before. Drive a truck. Yeah. Didn't? No, I sold my truck. No, you, no, got you drove a truck. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you, have, you, you still have your CDL? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Truck drivers, man. They tell you the best place True. to eat, best routes to go, how to get there, travel. Mm-hmm. I mean, best bathroom to use? Public libraries. Public libraries. <laughs> Never thought of that. Cleanest. Single cleanest. stall. Single man bathrooms. Bucky's? Oh, well, of course, they made their living on that. But if, you don't, if you're not on a stretch of I-10 highway in Texas somewhere and you need a clean bathroom, public library, find it. I've never, ever thought about that. It's I like just, a deuce at a public library. I don't, no. I don't go to public libraries too often. <laughs> get a magazine or a book. They still, they, they still have those. Right, right. Yeah. Can you they rent do? books? Like, what do you what do? You, do? Books? you can get books. Right. Then you check I them out. Whatever. I don't you know. Can, you, you can get everything. Audio books, all that. I mean... Public libraries are still a good resource. You can also take the kids there. Yeah, my kids are too loud at libraries. Well, smack them. You play them. That's what a good old boy does. (laughs) I got got smacked. Oh, man. You know, I don't struggle with reading. I don't like reading. I I mean, it's just I have to read the same thing two or three times to, like, process it. I just recently started doing the audio. Mm. I've been re- oh, yeah. reading the Bible in the, uh, the audio wise, and it's got it's got like this like drama twist to it. They're like dum 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 dum, and Jesus said no. <laughs> Who's like, narrating oh my God, it? I don't know. Like so, Morgan Freeman. It sounds Earl like Jones. It, that'd be awesome, <laughs> right. dude. Yeah, man. They, yeah, but so you're 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 a Cajun dude. Where are you from? I'm from a little town called Cut Off, Louisiana. Cut Off, Louisiana. Yeah. And you're from Chicago. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, well-known yeah. town. Dude, that's kind of like <laughs> freaking right. Canadian. Like Houston, was it, I don't know. In Chicago or a suburb, suburb of, Chicago of Chicago that nobody knows the name of Lake the town. Lake Zurich. So I mean, it's just like, uh, I guess you could say it's like a, a league city opposed to Houston. Just kind of a more upscale suburb. Now, how different can a, a Chicago boy be from a <laughs> Cajun cutoff Louisiana? Who, what's a cutoff Louisiana? Who, why? Right. Uh, the town got its name from the American Revolution whenever it cut off the advances of the— uh, So creative. That, that's how it is. Straight to the point. Yeah, that's that's the history of it. it so, you know, that's it. Nothing fancy. That's over by Homa, advan- right? Yeah. It's right. It's, it's, it's by the water. It's on the swamp. Right. It, and it's funny because people ask me, where are you from? Oh, cut off Louisiana. Oh, I've never heard of that. And you say, well, have you ever been to— Grand Isle or Fouchon? Oh yeah, I've been a bunch. Okay, you've driven, you've driven through Cutoff, and they say no. I think I went the other way. <laughs> there is no other way. You went by boat? No, no, no. We drove down there. You went through Cutoff. <laughs> oh man. So cut yeah. cut off Louisiana. You blink, you missed. Never it. heard of it. Bobby Abear, Cajun Cannon. Is he's, that he's from Cutoff? Are you serious? Yeah. Coach O, 
the uh, head coach of LSU? He's from Cutoff. The Rose, which is the next. So he babysat one of my good girlfriends. Really? Yeah. Small world. A very small world. Well, her dad was also um, McNeese's, McNeese State, mm-hmm. McNeese's uh, f- football coach back in the day. I don't know, something like that. He coached at McNeese, I think. Yeah, he yeah. did. He coached all over. Yeah, he, he, I love hearing that dude talk, man. Kind of oh, like, like hearing you talk. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, you God. Don't, you don't Chicago. Want to talk. Chicago. <laughs> White Sox or Cubs? Cubbies all day. Come on, man. Northside. Southsiders a bunch of criminals. <laughs> all about that life. Get shot going over to a Cubs or Sox game. Really? Is it yeah. bad going to the Red Sox? I went to um, a Crosstown Classic game, which is Cubs and Sox, and um, I saw quite a few brawls. Uh, I was with a Sox fan. Brawls. Brawls. Man. Oh, I thought you meant like no. fist brawls. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So when we went, um, my friend decided to throw his hot dog with a yellow mustard onto a Cubs fan who was wearing a baby blue Cubs jersey. It did not end well. Uh, we got into a physical altercation. I don't understand all these stadium fights. It's fun. Every, Especially when you're drinking. Uh, I mean, you're drinking, so I mean. What's it, the fun about getting into a fight, dude? I have no uh, With appeal. a rival team? I mean, something about it. It's just like, it's like gang wars, you know what I mean? Oh, God. I'm telling you. I have no desire to get thrown down a set of bleachers. Absolutely <laughs> not. Because that'd be me. No. I mean, dude, take the wrong step or yeah. get the wrong railing, dude. You're falling over stories. Then you get put on Instagram. And oh, yeah. And it happens every week. Yeah. You see it, all these football games, and it's always up top in the bleachers. Uh-huh. You see it every week. Somebody's in there. It's amazing to me how quickly these guys get their nose busted. Yeah. Every one of these fights end up in blood. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've, I've seen a few fights in my life, and it takes a while to get some blood to come out. But, dang, one of these one hit. Everybody's drinking. That's and it why. Could be right. A, That's what I'm saying. A lot of times it's like a, like a 25-year-old dude, dude hitting like a 60-year-old man. Like, yeah, really, dude? Leave that old man alone. I saw one where I think it was like at a college game or something. It must be pre-game and tailgating. And it's this young dude and this older guy. And the older guy just like reared back and headbutts the dude and – I think he gets laid out, and it's ridiculous. And the whole caption is, quit talking shit to the – can I say that? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> quit talking shit to the old guys. You know? What does a good old boy do in a situation like that? That's a – what does a good old, good old boy do? Sit and watch. Hopefully you're not in that, you know? No, well, I'm, I'm – But if you're – I'll sit back and watch. If it's one of your friends, <laughs> you got to go. You know? Yeah. You, you got to go. I feel and, like that, that – I mean, you said that he stands up and he fights for you. I mean, I, I feel like you have to fight. You, if you if you don't know them, you'll break it up. But he said if it was his friend, I'm just. Well, if I don't know it, I'm sitting back and watching all day. So I'm saying if it's a I'm friend screaming, now, I'm screaming "World Star" in the background. Exactly with my phone, you know. That's how I'm doing it. I love the I love the chick fights. Those the chick are fights are crazy. That's they don't care. Do you think it was more? It, it still happened. We just didn't know about it because of social media. Or does it happen more because of social media? Yeah, I'm going like that once way. that first punch is thrown, mentally, male or female, you got to know somebody's videotaping this and you're not going to look like a little yeah. bitch. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because them girls, I mean, they're going for two things. One, ripping hair out. Always. Mm-hmm. Or getting the other one undressed. You know, they grab them by their shirt and just yeah, try to blow them out. Yeah, Both. I mean, or, you get both, you know. Boom. I love the, the, the pile of hair on the ground when they pull the weave out. It's always my favorite. <laughs> like, Cut her her weave. And then when it finally breaks up, where my weave? Where my weave? She goes, scoops it up, puts it in her back pocket. Braids all over the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Buster, why? 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 I've never met anybody by the name of Buster. 
Why Buster? Nobody's dog. Well, I didn't want to yeah, say that, but yes, yeah, I did have everybody. a friend with a box named Buster. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm Buster. Oh, I had a dog named Buster. <laughs> Shout out, Harbs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so not the real name. Uh, when I was born, now there's two stories to this. I got my mama's story, and I've got the story my grandma told me. My, mom my grandma said, told me, I love the way you talk, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, my grandma. <laughs> Fat a little whiskey, it'd be my mama told me this. <laughs> my mima. <laughs> my wife will always tell me, like, when I start talking a certain way, she's like, You've had whiskey today, haven't you? <laughs> like, my way. <laughs> but my mom will just say, When I was born, uh, I had the cord wrapped around my neck, which explains kind of a lot, too. Uh, <laughs> and I was real red, and I had a full head of hair. Like, my ki- every one of my kids were born with a full head of hair. Pip had to have his hair cut like five times before his first birthday. Nice. And, uh, and so she said, You were just big and red. You were a big boy. You had curly hair, and you were just a big buster. That's what my mom mom says. My grandma tells me that there was a nurse there that would always come in and check on me. And she was like, oh, there's a big buster. Look at him. There's a and and that's where the name comes from. My mom actually said she woke up one day and while in the hospital after I'd been born, she looked over and I wasn't there. And the nurse had taken me and was, like, showing me around to all the people. And she was, like, screaming, pulling the emergency chain. I'm somebody stole my baby. <laughs> big bu- your, boy, your boy Pip's a big bruiser. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Well, I like that kid. That kid, that kid will hurt He's, somebody. I got, a, I got him a parachute to work on his run, and he is so big. He, like, jumps on me and wrestles me, and I'm, like, trying to. You know, I love it. <laughs> I love it. That kid. Uh, so, so, so Pip's uh, Buster's got a, uh, a little boy named Pip. How old is he? Six. He's gonna be six in December. And this kid comes up to me. He goes, Coach Lou, Daddy got me a parachute to slow me down when I'm running. <laughs> That's what it's for. Yeah. Like, okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Yep. Uh, over the break, you know, <laughs> Buster's being amazed about my hair that I spend so much time with in the mornings. So tall. Nice and tall. How long? How long? I don't take that long, dude. It takes about three minutes. Bull. No, For real. I'm telling no. you, it doesn't take that long. No. He's admiring the lift, <laughs> the volume. It's funny because I talk to my wife about, like, you know, volume. And she thinks I'm like crazy. Like, what, what the hell did you turn into? You can't say that like, word. A, a damn professional is what I turned into. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's always good to grab a, some sort of like grooming spray, as my kids like to call it, a little boom boom spray. Boom boom spray. Um, put a blow dry to it. It's like a, it's like a you know, very light hold hairspray, but you know, it's more of a, how would you describe a, a grooming spray? Kind of just makes it a little grittier, so it kind of holds up. You yeah. know, put a blow dry to it, a little roller brush buster, and you can get some lift. See, I don't use a roller brush, man. Well, I'm the type like, that just flips the brush and pulls it back. But you don't have much I, hair to roll. Oh, yeah, I know. No. I've got too much hair right now. I'm, I'm in that space. I'm, I just want to, like, throw something in there, take a comb and pull it over. That's it. I'm done. But you have some. You have a lot of hair. You you can have a fro. You pick your shit oh, yeah. out. You, you'll oh, throw man. it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we yeah. tried. We did. We did. We're going to uh, grow it back out. I, I go through spurts where it's like, at one point, I want it. I want it long and grown out, and I figure it'll fall and look cool. And no, I end up looking like Phil Spector, you know, <laughs> like at the trial. Nice and big. Oh, and then man. I grow the beard out, and then I get tired of having to like do everything that I need to do to it. So a lot of work. A lot. a lot of work. It is. What do you put in your beard? Uh, I, I'll use like a beard wash, mm-hmm. and then after that, like a conditioner. The, the yeah, uh, not actually a conditioner. I'll do either the. It's on Amazon, the uh, a beard balm, mm-hmm. 
or one of the things that I've actually used when I ran out, my wife got the whole set of essential oils, you know, mm-hmm. that people Whoa. are selling. And so I'm like, eh, it's the same thing. So I'll take like a little pump of the carrier oil and I'll say, what do we have here? Cedar wood, lemon, and mix all that stuff up and nice. throw that in there. I love it. At night, like after a shower, there's one breathe. After a shower? After a shower. Get the yeah. mint. I'll put that in there, man. Clears you up. It's great. So think about that. Clears you up. Those essential oils are good. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually working on a, a, a product line. I wanted to bring it to you, too. Uh, we do have a nice beard balm that I've tried on my little mini goatee here. It's mini. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, this is the best I can do, man. But it seems to work pretty well. So I have a, a moisturizer as well. And uh, I wanted to, yeah. I, I meant to bring it to you to give it to you because I need people with beards to rate it, review it. November's no around the corner, it. man. Everybody no shave out. November. Yeah, yeah, everybody abuses by it. Then. I don't know. We'll I'll see. be by the shop. Yeah. I'm growing the twist stash. Are you really? Oh, yeah. But I got to do the beard in order to get there because otherwise it'll just look kind of pedophile Don't want Starting when? November? Yeah. No shave November? Yep, girlfriend's gonna hate it. I don't know I don't how care. much I can do with I that, man. I could maybe just get a big stash, but that be might might just be about it. Yeah, I think you need one though, you know, to go with the shop. Yeah, the image a beard or a stash, the stash, yeah. stash <laughs> with the twists. Yeah. Just saying, old school. Alfonso at the shop. He had one. He had one, you. and he is at a thick, thick mustache. I think he'll be all right in that department as well. Hey, what um, what are what are things? Cajun folks are different. Than your normal Texan folk, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> very clear. What what are things Cajuns say, like Bob Boucher style? Ooh. Mm. Mm. Like if we're gonna say yes, we'll say like mewa. Uh, if you've eaten a lot, and you know you got a full belly, you can say you gonfle. <laughs> what? what was that? Gonfle. 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 Okay. Two syllables. I said gonfle. Like cornflakes. 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 Uh it's all French, right? Yeah, it's Cajun French. It, it's uh It's Cajun French French? It is, but it's not the Parisian style French. So it's it's got a heavy influence from Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the people came over from Montreal Europe, and Europe went to Canada and then settled down and came into New Orleans and the Morgan City area and things like that. And that's two different areas completely. I, uh, in college, I went to college at LSU, took a French class. I, was, I grew up speaking French. And I get in the class and I'm struggling. And the teacher is like, you know, hey, you kind of have a little bit of, I can see you comprehend, you can listen, but you're having some troubles with this. So I told her, I was like, I grew up speaking Cajun French. And so she's like, all right, come with me. Went down the hall, and um, she brings me to the sky, and she's like, we're starting a Cajun French program at LSU. Talk to him. Him and I start going at it. Because there's little things you say certain ways. Yeah. And after like slang almost. Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah. slang of it. And he goes, sure. he's good. Oh, Made really? Yeah, he, he was like, no, he, he's good. He just he speaks Cajun French, and so ingrained in it, you know. See, this is the difference between Illinois and Louisiana. Like, I do not know anything about the state of Illinois. Like, you don't do... You don't know anything about the state of Illinois? I mean, you know stuff, but it's, it's not like, like he knows Springfield. The history. Come on. <laughs> I, know more. I know a little bit, but I'm just saying, like, like he knows so much about Louisiana, like Illinois. Oh, he knows the Cubs ever right. wishing that they won. Well, when I moved here, everybody was like, oh, you're from Illinois. You must be an Obama supporter. And I was like, <laughs> really? So that's that's where we go, huh? Right there. Oh, yeah. Illinois doesn't even like Obama, right? No. we don't. Who does? <laughs> Sorry. Man. Too much. 
don't think Kavanaugh does. Mm. But hey. Mm. hey, so you went to LSU? Yes. How was that? Awesome. Good little party town there, huh? Baton Rouge. It, it, it it's a great school. Good time. Have fun. Took me four and a half years, but you know we got that's, that. Nat- that's not bad, dude. We were going to win a national championship the next year, so I was like, I'm going to stick around. What? Who was quarterback back then? Who's who's that big that big Rohan guy? Davey. Who's Jamarcus Russell? Were Jamarcus you there? Russell, yeah. That was your that was your time. That was my year. What the biggest flop in the world that mm-hmm. game. That is. How do you do that? Do you just like say? Do you just? How do you oh, get that one year? Oh no, not you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamarcus Russell. He, I mean, like he, he put just, on some pounds. Yeah, he was a big guy to start with. Yeah. So I mean, what was he like six five, two thirty? Yeah, but in the national championship, he went out. If I remember, like I said, I'm not a big sports fan, and if I'm watching the LSU's national championship, I'm having a good time. Didn't he like go out and they brought in the backup quarterback? Uh, was it who was it? Matt Mock? I don't know. What uh, year was this? Uh, so we won in 2003 and 2007. Yeah, I don't, know. I, don't, I, I don't worry about LSU. Yeah. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. live in Texas, never did worry about LSU. <laughs> kind of like seeing when LSU loses, to be honest with you, just because I have so many friends. Yeah. That love LSU. And I'm You're like, like you know oh, what? gosh, darn. Sorry, guys. I don't like the Aggies either, but I'd rather see the Aggies win than the LSU. It's a Texas thing. That's not yeah. what you were doing you gotta, Saturday. You want to see Aggie go down. I, yeah. I was just I, saying. I, I love seeing the Aggies go down, <laughs> believe me. But if they play LSU, I'm going to root for my, well, my state because I'm not going to – I won't claim them. Hell, my, they wanted my kids' team to be the Texas A&M Aggies. And you, no. You no. gave us Auburn. I gave us Auburn. I represent War Eagle oh, any day over Aggie. I would have had to like drop if it was Bama. You know, <laughs> that was, I, I was trying to get Bama. Actually, yeah, I was putting that hat on, and I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> so you shoot. Um, so you say you're not into sports. You, you shoot a lot of guns, huh? Yeah, I was actually a gun dealer for about ten years. For real? Yeah, hmm. I've got I don't a, anything about guns. I'm just saying, gun dealers never good in Chicago. Never want you have gun amateur dealer. gun dealers. Yeah, yeah, like. Amateur pharmacist. Everybody's an amateur or something. No, I dealt guns for 10 years all because I I bought a gun from a guy and I didn't like the transaction. My dad says, well, why don't you do it? And I was like, okay. How many guns do you own? None. You don't Ooh. own any? You lying fool. Lost them all in a boating accident. Are you serious? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I've got, I've got a good bit. Plenty. Oh, uh, I've there are certain ones that I wanted to have, and it just became real good with the uh, with having my license. I was able to pick some up and trade and things like that. So, you have any guns? I bought it? my first gun in Texas. <laughs> Moved to get? Texas. I bought a truck and I bought a nine millimeter. Would nine you get a Sig nine nice. millimeter? A P three twenty? I have no idea. It's smaller, so it's okay. like a mini. I don't know what you're talking about. Sig's a good I heard gun. Nine millimeter. Sig's a good gun. I'm telling you, is that like nice. Sigma? I did research. No, I was Sisa? gonna. I almost bought a Taurus, and I was told, no. "Don't yeah. buy a Taurus." No, I have a little nine. I don't even know what it is. I have it just in case somebody right. comes in. I'm yeah. gonna shoot them. It's the only reason I have it, and it's like not loaded, so it's not gonna do me any good. Do you go shoot it? Else. Yes. Good. I do enjoy shooting. That's for sure. Yeah, there's there's a big rash of people buying like two thousand dollar pistols and. Like never shooting. Well, there's them. a lot of rash of people buying guns in general just because they think the government's going to take it away. Yeah, yeah. You so think that's buy gonna an assault rifle? No, I oh, don't. No. The, they've introduced legislation and things like that, but it never goes anywhere. You can't do it at this point. It's too far gone. Right. It's, it's you have too many out there. Yeah, you know? the black market would be just on fire if they oh, did yeah. do that. Yeah, and you you don't have they don't have the I guess the capability the manpower to go in pull go it. and find everyone yeah yeah 
Hey, b- being at LSU, I'm sure you went to tailgating, right? Yes. What is uh, what do you, what's being cooked at a uh, LSU tailgate? And what's being cooked over at in Chicago on, on the well, tailgate? We ain't cooking frogs and raccoons, that's for sure. <laughs> I ain't eating frog. We are. Frog. <laughs> we are figured. <laughs> um, same thing, you know, standard burgers, dogs, brats. So yeah. not the same thing as standard because we're doing barbecue here. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> not us. Y'all, brats. Y'all tailgate way different though. Completely, it's completely different. Much more better and hardcore. No. Not at all. No. I, so I went to my first when I moved here. My wife took me to a uh, uh, A&M game, Aggie game, and I'm I'm looking forward to this, man. I put the gear on and everything, and we Aggie gear, Aggie gear, man. Mm-hmm. I'll rep it, but I did have my LSU hat on, <laughs> and so we show up, and I'm like, hey, where's all the tailgates at? And they're like, oh, they're like, you know. Across the railroad tracks in a parking lot <laughs> somewhere else like that. It's like there's no one around the stadium for us. You're like all in the stadium. Uh, everybody's just piled on, cooking a lot, music, everything like this. And I remember one guy had bought a big inflatable uh, dome, and he was so like proud of this thing. And he's like, yeah, when I come to LSU, I'm going to have this thing out there. And we get there, and he's got his, but there's like ten other ones. I mean, we they don't play, they don't play around. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What are we drinking at the LSU tailgating session? Day game, start with beer. If it's a night game, uh, liquor it up. Liquor it up. Uh, whiskey, Crown, Beam, Seven and Seven. That's the the go tos for me. Uh, I like your style. I mean, man, that's that's so just did beer. Yeah, <laughs> just. But we were broke college kids, you know what I mean? Oh, so it was never, it was never like, hey, let's not go buy some whiskey. It's like mm, they rob people with their did, guns. Did you not hear me say seven and seven and yeah. like well, beam yeah, and that. all that? And then it was like natural light thirty packs. For, there you go for uh, six bucks. I'm Red a, dog. I'm a big natty light fan, dude. I'm I'm a Budweiser guy. Oh, it gives me headaches. I was Miller Miller all day. Oh, I don't like Miller. Either. Sweeter. Budweiser. No I can't boy. drink the craft beers. I'm, I'm the two. Well, you know, I, I I say I like it because my brother-in-law who lives out in West Virginia, yeah, that's all he drinks is Natty Light. So when mm-hmm. he comes down or when I go up, he's just always Natty Light. I was like, I'm gonna not say no to his Natty Light. Yeah, and I'll end up drinking it the whole weekend. But dude, I could drink like 12 beers and it's like, oh my god, I'm so full of water. Right. I mean, it was just brutal. loaded. What are you? So what were we cooking? Alligator? Frog? No barbecue? Yeah. Oh, some weird shit that you find yeah, in the yeah. damn swamp over there? <laughs> yeah, you'll have a lot of guys doing like a jambalaya, a uh, catfish, a gumbo. They'll do some. Cat, they'll do fried catfish. They'll do alligator. They'll do anything kind of. If it's you know, if we're playing Florida, there's alligator all day out there. Everybody. Cooks. I've had alligator like once. Once. I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll try it again. I cooked some Saturday. I saw that. Tasted yeah. like it was delicious, chicken. wasn't it? It was good. You had a nice. What's it called? A nice roux. No, I didn't do a roux. Uh, my buddy gave me this marinade. He's like, man, this goes good on everything, on on a pork butt, on a shoulder, on ribs, and all this stuff. So I'm like, I'm throwing on alligator. Let's see what happens. Mm-mm-mm. Like I said earlier, we have two special guests with us today, Philip Oros from Lou's Barbershop and um, Buster Caballero from Good Old Boy Podcast. If you get a chance, uh, check it out. He's got a, a good little thing going over there. Support it. Listen to it. He's an entertaining guy. Um, we ended off last segment. So manspreading. Philip, you don't know what manspreading is? No. Not a term I've heard before. Came across this stuff, man. It's this chicken Poland, I believe. Um, a Russian, a Russian twenty-year-old student activist. Yeah, that already tells you a lot about where this story's going. A twenty-year-old student, Russian activist. Who knows what the heck she's you know activist on or about? But she went into the subways and started pouring a solution of bleach on every guy's junk 
mm. that are manspreading that sit you know a little bit you know wide wide down south kind of like we probably all yeah. are well, right now she did not like it she thinks it's oh, just fluffing their alpha males you know just you know they boys shouldn't be doing that mm. look man let me tell you something if i was in the, in the subway and some chick poured some bleach on my crotch and my jeans i'm pissed Ain't no good old boy over here. I'm going to cut yeah. somebody out. Jeans are expensive. <laughs> I'm just going with that. Not at Cavender's. <laughs> Car Man, skinny buddy, skinny buddy, jeans. Buddy. I, yeah. I do not own yeah. skinny jeans. No. Yeah. Philip, Philip owns plenty of skinny plenty. jeans. Stretchy skinny <laughs> jeans. My question, what the hell would you do? So with you, Phil. What would you do if a chick just went up to you in the subway? Chicago's got subways, right? <laughs> yeah, we got subways. Well, no, no, we don't get subways. We got the rail, though. Same, same thing. Same yeah, kind of same. It's thing. just not underground, right? Um, I'd be I mean, pissed. It's just you got to remember, like as opposed to a woman as a man, like uh, I have something between my legs, so therefore I'm not going to cross <laughs> my legs or bring them close together because I got something there that I don't want to squish. But man, you know, you pour bleach on my pants; they're not they're not cheap. Just saying or something, you know? Just saying. It's actually a great explanation. Yeah. It's I mean, very straight to the point. I mean, I want to play devil's advocate here, but it, the videos that I saw, I was like, okay, it almost looks staged. It almost looks like, okay, these guys, how ironic these guys yeah. are like, why? Oh, yeah. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Somebody, you know, to cite the article, somebody said something that it was um, paid actors that did this. She denied the claim, but she made her point. That it was disrespectful to manspread. She's an activist. So she knows that up. Why not go up and say, excuse me, can I sit there? Now. On top or next to him? Just next, say something. Next to him. I don't. I mean, just like, <laughs> hey, there's a, this, this, that's the one seat and your leg's halfway over on it. Right. You know, sure. Just can say I sit something. there? And now, I think, if that guy is like, no, then that guy's maybe just, you know. A jerk, or yeah, you know, I think a good old boy will scoot on over and say, You know what, ma'am? Let me just get on up and have a seat. seat. Yeah, that's a good old boy. That's a good old boy, exactly. He said, It's it's too quick to react. Phil's from Chicago. I don't know if it feels a good old boy. Phil's like, Fuck that. I'm sitting my ass down (laughs) here. I've been on my feet all day. (laughs) I'm balls deep in my phone, anyways. I'm not looking up at you. That's the problem, too. They probably, if it was true, they're too busy looking at their phone. They weren't 100% head up. Looking around. I can't stand that. But like uh, you said, I mean, walk over and say, hey, I'm trying to sit down. Can you can you move your leg? I'm sure more often than not, yeah. somebody's going to oh, close me, their legs. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Nobody was there. I sat comfortably. She wow. just walked in, saw a guy sitting there. That guy might have had a hard day or something like that right. working. He's just tired and sitting there. And He might have sides. some yeast in his pants. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I mean, he might drink yeast for vagina mm, beer. I don't oh. know if y'all listened to last week's episode. but. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, yeah, like, thanks for the water. I'm glad that. <laughs> yeah, we, you, you never know. You got to give the dude some credit. Yeah. And uh, these social activists, yeah, you know, a lot of them have points, but a lot of them are are using their platform, maybe correctly or incorrectly. But uh, it's just all, all, all. It's always something. You know, we're recently finishing up this hearing of uh, Judge Kavanaugh trying to be confirmed into into office, and um, you know, this whole Me Too movement. I get it. I support it. You got to give these women credit for. For, for coming out and explaining their story. And a lot of times people don't believe them. A lot of times it's true. I'm not saying, I'm not going to deny the accusations. But a lot of times it's just not true. Mm-hmm. Don't know facts. I'm not going one way or the other. But uh, I'm going to play you guys a quick little video because we um we like to have fun on this show. And, and, and do not get offended about 
the the, the cussing. Just roll with it. Don't 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 be a jerk and be like, oh, that was so offensive. We're not here to insult nobody and just get over it if you are insulted. But it was just very funny to me, and I want to share this because, quite honestly, it was quite funny. So we got about twenty seconds here. Um, check this out. I love ratchets, and some of those ratchets are sitting right behind me now. <laughs> I also love dosakis. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer dosakis because dosakis is the only beer that makes me wake up and forget what the fuck I did, <laughs> shit. But I would have fucking remembered if I raped someone. You know these hoes ain't loyal and shit. <laughs> Ask Bill Cosby. But anyway... I'm innocent, bitch. I can get turned up as fuck when I'm drunk, bitch. But I never been so turned to where I had to rape. If I wanted ass, I'd pay. I have money. These are lies. Fuck all you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh gosh, so that's a voiceover on on Kavanaugh's um hearing. I thought it was hilarious. You know, did y'all watch that hearing? Yes. Yes. I listened to a yes. lot of it. I was a political science major. Oh, were you really? Ooh. Yeah. It's kind of comical. It is. It's kind of embarrassing, too. I mean, having the rest of the world see what we're doing over here, I mean, it's a freaking shit show. It has wow. been for the last year and a half, two years. Being a, be, being a poli sci major, what'd you, uh, what'd you get out of that? That was ridiculous. It was it, not the platform for that. Right. Oh. God, they, the, you feel bad for the two people, you know? Of course. Did it happen? Maybe. Is it, is it the right way to go about it? No. Uh, man, I, we're trying to find a, a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> yeah, this for is life. a shit show. Like, Supreme Court for life. I mean, they did this with Clarence Thompson, Thomas. They did this with a lot of people. And is it, this? It's like you just sit dumbfounded. Yeah. Is this politically motivated? Is this the far left? I mean, that's a big... Did, um, People are talking about. I'm not. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But did you see at the end? There's a clip. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee is yep. handing her attorney yeah, an envelope, and he's that. like putting it in his pocket. Yeah. What's in the pocket? See, they What's they in they, the pocket. They there's a whole thing on that on the internet, like speculating what it could be, and people are saying that they, that it's this or the, you know what I mean. Like like it's all speculation though. I don't trust her at all. No, 100. percent 1982. It happened in 1982. What year is it? 2018. Right. Why are you just now coming it's out? Such, it, it's, it's bullshit, man. It's, it's all a scam. It's all mm. a scam. You know, they, they're so they're going to get the FBI to investigate them. Look, dude, I don't care what kind of FBI you have. Nobody's going to get true, true facts from happening 36 years ago in one week. Yeah. You got one week to figure this out. Give me a break. Here, the government can't do anything in one week. Here's the thing. As a small business owner, if I came to you and I said, hey, I'm I'm wanting a job here. Just so you know, I could be an alcoholic, and I may have done this. What are you going to do? You're going to say, we're going to go a different route. Heaven forbid they don't have a backup plan. Like, why are they so adamant on getting him in? Clearly, he's not a good choice. Go to somebody else. Why are you talking, they you, you, beating a dead horse? Are you talking point? about he's not a good choice to be a Supreme Court? Exactly. I mean, if you have you any see, sort not, of that, allegations like okay, this now stuff. That, now that, and, and, and that's bullshit. Move on. Because, no, but just because some girl is going to try to ruin his career, his family. I mean, he's been in the office before. He, he's been with the Bushes. He's done a lot of shit. He's qualified for that position. Whether it's true or not true. Now, no, what sucks, if it's true, 
then he won't have, probably ever have a job again, and you'll never hear his name a year from now. If it's not true, and he's no not getting, he's a Supreme Court justice. This he's going to have this. By the wayside. No, it will be attached to him forever. No, it'll fall away. You think yeah, so? Yeah, one hundred percent. Just, dude, I, I, I don't know, dude. I can't. You, I, I think he should. He deserves that job because he's qualified. You got to, you got to vet him. You got to go all the way through the process. Dude, yeah. okay, how, so, how much shit did y'all do in high school? Uh, that would, well, that would maybe you could not run for president. Or you couldn't run for president I, because of what no, you did in high school. I'd fail, dude. Come yeah. on, dude. That girl Ford, Doctor Ford. There's pictures out there with her and Bill Clinton. There's a lot of connections. Her dad was a CIA agent. Her brother was a CIA agent. She's a doctor psychologist. And apparently she's on the program which recruits CIA agents mm-hmm. on one of their things. So it's, it's there's a lot of moving pieces to this, but I think people are so quick to just go after one and not and, and this is what happens. You get one little piece of information and you run with it. Instead yep. of taking a look and like like you said, a week. Take a week and gather as much as you can. Her lawyers, right her lawyers aren't charging aren't charging her any She's money. She's got two GoFundMes for six hundred yeah, k total. Yeah, yeah. get out of here, dude. Guys, we got about thirty seconds left. I want to give you guys a, a quick little platform buster about talk about a little bit about your podcast where they can find you at. Uh, you can find me, Good Old Boy Podcast. I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, it, it's a platform where we champion the common man, and we are on GoodOldBoyPodcast.com. Good old boy, Philip. Um, you can find me at Lou's Barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll chop you up, make you, know, you look Lee good. City. <laughs> guys, I appreciate you guys coming in, having a good time with me this morning. And uh, hopefully we'll do it again. Yes, guys, that's you. it for today. Hopefully Gore will be back with us next week on Barbershop Talk with Lou and Gore. We are out. Thanks so much for listening to Barbershop Talk with your hosts, Lou and Gore. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit VinylDraftRadio.com and Facebook.com slash VinylDraftRadio. We'll catch you next time on Barbershop Talk.